in order to be a good mom, how much time do you think you actually need to spend with your kids? Is there a certain amount of time where you're like, mm, here's where she's concerned is that her baby daddy is giving her a hard time because she is spending more time away from their child. But the amount of time she is spending, is that enough for like the kid's development? Does this number worry you? Well, get your opinion today with Ask My Mom. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Welcome to this Thursday show. Glad to have you here. This is our daily podcast that we do today, the 9th of March. We are a show that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. All right. Let's ha- let's figure out if my mom is just specifically crazy or would most moms have done this too? Because I've now heard this story and I'm like, I know you feel crazy, mom, but I, I don't, I think that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to come to your defense today yeah. and say their mom probably would have done that to them too. Yeah. All right. Explain the situation. Okay. So, you know, uh, draw Maggie is 33, mm-hmm. but to me, it's my sister, by the way, in case you're new to our podcast. Mm-hmm. To me, all of you will always be like 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. So she normally is up around seven and goes out and walks Ellie and blah, blah. And John had to uh, be at the hospital all night. So I knew that he wasn't home. And I started calling. Well, I text. I, I sent a text to her at 830 in the morning. And she didn't reply, and it was 9.30, and I was like, hmm, I don't know. So I called her, and she didn't answer. Okay. Wait, this, now, is, this, is, this is 8.30 in the morning? Yeah. Okay. But I know she's got to be up, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. And it, plus, it, I think this was a work day. I think it was a Friday. Anyway, so, um, no, it wasn't. It was... I think it was a Saturday because she said I didn't sleep well the night before, and that was Friday night. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I, of course, call your brother <laughs> who lives five minutes away, and I mentioned it to Jim you know, at around 9 after, o'clock. After one hour, after not hearing from Maggie for one hour, uh-huh. from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. Uh-huh. But knowing that she was by herself at home with you know her dog. Yeah, I was worried about, it. and so, so I called your brother, and he's like, "Hey, mom." I'm like, "Hey, honey, I know I'm being crazy, mom," and he said, "Well, you'll have to be the judge of that. What's up?" <laughs> I said, I, "I told him what was happening," and he said, "And you want me to go over there?" And I said, "Would you mind?" <laughs> And he said, okay, I'll go. I guess I didn't realize it was only an hour. I thought it had been maybe like a couple hours, but no, literally we're talking 60 no. minutes. I'm not hearing back. Okay. Uh-uh. No, no. It's okay. only been an hour. All right. Yeah. So he goes over and he's like, you know, knocking on her door real hard. <laughs> and she comes downstairs, obviously, you know, had been sleeping. Ellie's, of course, going nuts. Mm-hmm. That's their dog. <laughs> And he says, mom wanted me to call or check on you. And she's like, oh, my God. She'd had her phone turned off, of course. So 
She called me and said, Mom, I didn't sleep well last night and I didn't have an <laughs> early appointment. So I went back to bed to get some sleep. I'm like, Oh, honey, I'm sorry. I just love you too much, but I guess I should, I'll never apologize for that. <laughs> so she literally sent my brother over to my sister's house after one hour of not hearing anything back. Like, First thing in the morning. You know, I don't, that wouldn't have bothered me in the middle of the day. Well, if I'd heard from her, but why you know? not? But like, but like, it, it had been overnight. I knew she was home <laughs> by herself at night. And like, what's so? What, and like, for y'all that wonder why, like, we're all crazy. Um, <laughs> this is this is literally why I'm, I have three different therapists. Um, this is one of the this is one of the this is one of the reasons, right? One of the people that I <laughs> I can contribute some of it to. Um, what? Uh, what was going through your head? What did you think had happened at that point? Because it oh, was, again, you know, no, eight in the morning. I mean, it could be anything. Well, you know. Like, sometimes I don't respond and, like, you don't send out the police. <laughs> I know, or do you? you? Maybe maybe you call the condo and make sure that I've been spotted. You know, I don't know what you do. Well, I do have, I do have the number of your front desk there. I do know that number. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of mercy. So don't, don't push me. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't also put it past you to show up at my house either. So, but like, what seriously? So, what did you think had happened? Well, it, you know, I I don't know that anything could have. I, I mean, anything could have happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, somebody could have broken in her house. They could have hurt her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She could have fallen down the stairs and hurt herself. <laughs> I don't know. You know, everything goes through your mind. It's so crazy. So once she actually called you back, like what uh-huh. did you what did you think about that? I felt like crazy mom. <laughs> and I and I told her, I said, I know I'm crazy mom, but you know, I'm not gonna apologize for that. I and just don't just know. How I, am. I don't know how common that is. I'm not sure. If most moms, like, was that over the top or would your mom have done the same thing? Because I don't know. Like, I, I think it really depends. I'm just trying to think of most of the people that I'm, you know, I, I've got friends. I feel like I feel like my friend's moms are all, like, a little bit different. I, I did tell my mom the story this one time. of I was um, on a date and uh, this was, like, just a very, uh, this is a very short-lived thing. Uh, but <laughs> she um, we went to a movie and, like, all of a sudden, like maybe an hour in, she checked her phone and she had like 30 missed calls from her mom. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, Oh my God, I need to like, I need to like go call my mom and make sure everything's okay. And she came back and she was like, Oh, she was just checking to make sure I was all right. I'm like 30 missed calls. Like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like that's a lot, man. That's, that is, uh, that is intense. That's an intense, mm. intense. Yeah. Super intense. Uh, yeah. I don't Wait know. And I, I worry about Maggie more than I worry about you guys. And, I and, know. and why? I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm over Ooh. here by myself. Like, I know. I know. Me, I literally could city. be dead and nobody and would literally know the difference. Much more dangerous city probably, right? Yeah, right. Well, let, let us know. Does your, do your parents act the same way? Are they like super uh, – because I'm sure there's stories out here that we can find – that are just like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so 888-Kramer8, 888-Kramer8, call us up. All right, here's a question for you, Mom. I was thinking okay. about this today. Okay. Actually, I think we actually, this may have stemmed from a conversation you and I had yesterday, okay. which is if you could do anything better in the world, what would it be? If you could do anything better in the world, what would it be? The one thing I, I'm pretty sure I was talking to you. Um, <laughs> if I could do anything better in the world, hmm. I think of like a skill, a trait, 
it's something that was um uh it could be a you know a, a hobby or a um emotion that you could be better at i really am so envious of people that can just go to sleep oh, and yeah. like sleep a full night yeah. i can't even tell you how envious i am of that like the fact that y'all can just like close your eyes and sleep for like eight hours is like <laughs> the most mind numbing idea for me. You know, mm-hmm. like I, it, the, the last, I would, God, I don't think I've slept more than six hours mm-hmm. in 20 years, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, and that's, that's if I'm lucky to even be able to consistently get like six hours, mm-hmm. I look at people and I'm like, God, I really wish if there's anything I wish I could do better in this world. Mm-hmm. It would be get sleep. Yeah. Mom, like if you could do anything better in this world, what would wow. it be? Uh, it would be not to be a crazy mom. <laughs> <laughs> you're typically not crazy, though. That's why it's so weird to me. Like you're not really like Yeah, but when I worry, I, when I worry, which is not often, I really I really do go kind of go crazy. Yeah. So. Well, there's the, the, the other crazy one behind you over there. That's the one you really got to worry about. <laughs> not so much you. I'll sing Jimmy Mack. <laughs> Don't um, ask me why. But honestly, if you do anything better, Mom, is there anything you wish you could like improve on, or like it, it could be mm-hmm. a skill, a um, you know, a, a habit, a emotion? Yeah. I think um, if there's anything I wish I could do more of, it would be, and I could do this. I just haven't set my mind to do it. It would be to read more. Mm. I really enjoy reading. Yeah, and, and I, mean, I have a it, lot of books another, that I haven't read that I would love to read, and I have the time to read them. I just need to, <laughs> I need to prioritize it. You know, another skill that I'm super envious of is mm-hmm. the fact that the people that can actually get uh, can actually read books. So mm-hmm. proud of y'all, man! Clap, <laughs> claps for you. For whatever reason, I cannot sit down and read a book. I listen to a ton of audio books. I listen to a ton of podcasts, mm-hmm. and I ingest a lot of like content. But I'm just, I cannot. Like reading a book takes it like takes a lot of effort for me, and I don't even know why. I'm not sure why I can listen to an audio book, but like sitting there and actually, you know, I think it's because book, of the way you learn. I think you know, so. You're an audible learner, right? But you like, know, I, I can't take the last book I actually got all the way through. Like, yeah. I, I can find myself reading a chapter or two, or maybe even half a book, and then all of a sudden I'm like, nope. <laughs> just don't have I just I just can't do it man that's that's a good one too I think reading like if I could read more yeah I think that one would be super solid yeah uh two things we need to mention number one is uh two two important days um we'll start with a more serious one number one yesterday was international women's day and yeah, we totally overlooked it bummer you, you know us we're always a day behind because mm-hmm. we actually time of recording it is international women's day that's correct we're awful at looking ahead all we literally have to do is look at use a calendar but uh <laughs> we do not so sorry but uh mom you know i was thinking about you today because obviously you know today is really just about you know giving them uh giving attention to strong, powerful, and awesome women, and just any woman. Y'all go yeah. through a lot. But yeah. I was thinking about you because, I mean, not just because you're my mom, and I think amazing things of you all the time, but mm. I was thinking about how interesting it must be a woman that's been alive for a very long time and how so much has changed 
for women. And I kind of wanted to get like your impression of this because you were born in what year? 50, 52. 52. So 52. Like, could y'all, like, there is, God, 52. Could you even have a credit card in 1952? Mm, I mean, obviously, you were a baby, so. so it didn't matter. Let me see. So. When could. My mother Women never had a credit card. Get credit cards. Uh, 1974. Right. Is when women could get. So like that was 20 and years. I, was mar- I mean, I was married then. When could women uh, be on juries? I think that was sometime. Uh, 1975 mm-hmm. was when women could be on juries. Mm-hmm. So like you grew up in a time when, let's see, open a bank account, 1960s. Mm-hmm. Um women gained the right, but shortly after 1974, that's when everything with credit, you know, opened back up. It really wasn't until the 60s that women could open a bank account. Um, right. Same with you get a mortgage. And, yeah. You know, women could not get a mortgage till 1974. Um, so in your lifetime, yeah, you know, you, you really could, uh, you, there really were so many different limitations on women. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to like get your perspective, you know, here it is 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's uh, a lot has changed. I know we have a lot of ways to go, but I kind of wanted to get your take on what you thought about where women are today versus like your whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growing up, m- my mother, my mother had a degree in business and um, was very sharp and helped my dad run a business. Mm-hmm. But she was helping my dad, right? Mm-hmm. So definitely. Um, I was very clear on the role of women being somewhat subservient to men. Mm-hmm. Um, but having said that, I never felt like there wasn't anything, there was nothing I could do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like as an as a woman, as a young woman growing up, I never felt like I couldn't be anything other than a teacher or a secretary or whatever, even though that I was did. never like part of your No, it wasn't. I, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't get that from my family at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then of course, uh for you know, ordination, I mean, my goodness, that um I'm trying to think now what year that was, seventy four, I think. And ordination for those that don't know Seven, is uh, Yeah, be a when preacher. you become a, a part of the church. Um you know, that wasn't until 1974. Yeah. So I was definitely, uh, you know, having been ordained in 1998, that was a 20-year, 24-year period for me. Right. Um, so that I could even seek that out. So that's the first time I remember. Being like, damn. <laughs> being like, wow. What, you know, I can't imagine not being able to do this, right. you know, to fulfill my calling. Um, and, and I thought of all the women that had gone before me to make it possible for me to do so, because that was still a time when there weren't that many women in the church. Right. Um, but other than that, you know, I, I mean, I don't remember the first time I had a credit card. Well, I mean, yeah. obviously, you wouldn't have had a credit card when you were a baby, but like, well, no, yeah, no, no, but I was married by the time been, you could you have a credit card. Let's see, we said that was 1974, and you were born mm. in 52, so you would have been, mm. you would have been 22 years old, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was married at 19. Yeah, so a lot of that happened after I was married. Um, 
But how do you how do you feel like it is being a woman today? Like oh since you've kind of been through it all. Like it's do you a, feel it's a, it's a whole different like it, world now? Is it do you feel like it's like how like like where are we versus where we need to go? Like, you know. Well, I still feel like women are certainly well, we know this, they're not paid equally for equal right. work. Right. Um, but the the thing is they can get the jobs now. Yeah. So many of them that used to be only for men that a woman would never have thought to apply for. They can be, you know, they're in the military. They're doing a lot of jobs now that men used to do mm-hmm. and that women would have never been able to do. So mm-hmm. now, I mean, the world is like, you know, a, an open door for women now. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's really yeah. wonderful that that women can can do and be pretty much whatever they want to. It just seems crazy um, to me that there were so many things that like, you know, we, we, we don't even be able to comprehend. And what, I, what I'm hoping though, cause here's, here's my feelings on international women's day. Also happened to be uh, today. Today actually happens to be international, our national Barbie day. Oh, um, and I'm thinking about mm. just the difference that we have portrayed <laughs> women. Oh, and, you know, when we were kids, Barbie was this, I mean, there was like one option. She was like this kind of ditzy, blonde, white, skinny, big breasted, mm. small waisted, tall, you know, supermodel. <laughs> and that, that was the toys that we gave our kids. Right. And now, you know, Barbie is, they, they've given Barbie all types of shapes and colors. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're putting out the, the dolls about American women figures, you know, that they're, mm-hmm. they're, you know, been so influential in lifetime where before that wasn't even really an idea. That wasn't even no. really like a concept. It was just like you get this white skinny doll and that's that, you know? Yes. So uh, I want to go over a couple more things that uh, restrictions that women used to have. Mm-hmm. Women couldn't get passports, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. until the 1930s. They weren't allowed to. Mm-hmm. They could only do it when they were married. Mm-hmm. So that means they really couldn't leave the country. Mm-hmm. Um Serving as a permanent member of the military wasn't a thing right? Uh, until it was uh, 1948. Congress passed the Women's Armed Services Integration Act, which permitted women to serve as permanent members of the military. So before 1948, women couldn't serve in the military, which mm-hmm. is like, it's just like, this just seems crazy, but it wasn't that, Mom, that was literally five years before you were born. Yeah, exactly. There are people alive right now that know that well, and that was yes. just like, whatever. Uh, women couldn't work jobs that were hazardous. Uh, to their health or their morals, mm-hmm. which I don't really know. know. This is Michigan's law. This is uh, talking about how some states have all of these laws. Kansas had a law preventing women uh, under conditions of labor detrimental to their health or welfare. Um, then, uh, whereas Washington and Michigan had laws that applied to jobs that were potentially hazardous to women's morals as well. Mm-hmm. Michigan's law went so far to say no woman shall be given any task disproportionate to her strength, <laughs> nor shall she be employed in any place detrimental to her morals, her health, or potential to care, uh, or, or potential capacity as a mother. What? So, uh, mining would, by the way, was one of those jobs that women couldn't do by this uh-huh. law. Another was bartending. Oh. And it wasn't until the 1970s that was even overturned. So wow. that was that. Uh, women couldn't keep their money, right? Mm-hmm. So it was in the late 1900s, some states like Oregon and New York started making strides toward you know equal property laws. Mm-hmm. But as of eight, 19, I'm sorry, 1887, a third of the U.S. states did not provide protection for married women to control her earnings. 
So, like, <laughs> That's what? That's so crazy, isn't it? Women couldn't work the night shift. And, uh, the Factory Act of 1948 prohi- prohibited women who worked in factories from being outside between the hours of 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. So Did not know that. That's wild. Couldn't do that. You couldn't work while you were pregnant. Uh, mm. until the until the pregnancy discrimination act of 1978 women could be fired or uh, fired for being pregnant some states even really? outlawed and banned women from working during periods of time uh, before and after delivery wow um, i was pregnant in 1978 well you better not I tell anybody that, that. <laughs> you know, it's a good thing nobody recognized that and investigate <laughs> um, women couldn't serve on a jury. I think we, did we say that one? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I know that. Yeah. Only 19 states as of 1927 let women serve on a jury. And then in 1968, mm-hmm. that changed. And while my mom was alive, they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Voting, obviously, like we talked about. Right. Getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Technically, women couldn't get divorced throughout mm-hmm. the 20th century. Mm-hmm. And it was a difficult and messy procedure for those that were able to actually do it. Yep. Uh, it wasn't until Ronald Reagan signed the first no-fault bill in 1969, allowing couples to actually end their marriage on grounds of inconcilable differences or irreconcilable differences. Um, like, that's crazy. Because before <laughs> that, like, a spouse would have to show evidence of adultery, abuse, or abandonment, which is not always easy to prove. And women would receive the bulk of the blame right. for tearing their families apart. So, right. like, what? And it was so shameful. Oh, Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a few more. Keeping their citizenship after marrying a non-American. Mm. So um, it was mm. the Expatriation Act. Expatriation. I don't know what that word is. Patriation. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Expatriation. That's the word. Uh, Act mm-hmm. of 1907. If an American mm-hmm. woman married a non-U.S. citizen basically between the years of 1907 and 1922, she would immediately lose her citizenship. Mm, wow. <laughs> you were out. Uh, couldn't so get a business terrible. loan. Couldn't get a business loan oh, until no. 1988. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had to have a man sign for it. Wow. Couldn't get a credit card easily. And using the bathroom easily at work was also a thing. Um oh. It says that women's restrooms were often treated as like afterthoughts since most workplaces tended to still be male dominated. So women would be required to walk much further than their male counterparts to find a bathroom and would sometimes be denied jobs because of lack of actual women's toilets. Wow. Uh, even this says even women in the uh, the House of Representatives didn't have a bathroom near the speaker's lobby until 2011. Oh gosh. So. That's it. Man. I mean, that's just, I yeah, mean, we've more, come a long way. I know. I'm just hoping that, like, even it's like the stuff that we think of. a long way to go, but. I can't wait till maybe, like, your kids um, mm. are able to look back on some of these things and say, that sounds crazy, just like mm-hmm. we are. You know, like, mm-hmm. wait, wait, men and women were paid differently? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That seems unheard of. But I mean, but it's, it's possible. But I guess my point is, is like, it's possible. <laughs> to be mm. able to knock out some of these things within a generation. So we can just hope that that's yeah. the case for oh, a lot yeah. of these. I know it's a day late, but happy International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. All right. Mom, let's get to our quote for today. Okay. It's from Anis Nin. How wrong is it for a woman to expect the man to build the world she wants rather than to create it herself? There you go. Exactly what we're talking about. Yep. Yeah. It used to be the way it was. I mean, you know, in, in my day, 
when I was a little girl, I mean, everybody I knew was married, uh, you know, and the dad was the breadwinner. <laughs> yeah. Most of the moms stayed home. Yeah. Um, like I said, my mom, you know, helped my dad build his business and she was unusual uh, among her peers. Oh, uh, yeah. That would seem crazy. To, to do that. Right. But yeah. Coming that would seem wild, way. you know. Yeah, absolutely. Way. Have a ways to it's go, good. but anyway. That's right. But it's encouraging to think about that, isn't it? I mean, I would say how so. How far we have come. I don't mm-hmm. want to be the ignorant male. It's like, wow, yeah, wow, I really have made so much progress, especially mm-hmm. since I'm not a woman. But mm-hmm. I just. But we have. When you look at those stats, you're kind of like, mm-hmm. well, damn, that's, you know, at least, at least hopeful, you know? Yes. Yes. Today's podcast is brought to you by Apostrophe Skincare. Uh, if you've never tried Apostrophe before, let me introduce this to you because I know there's nothing worse than getting like unsolicited <laughs> and unwelcome comments about your appearance, <laughs> no matter what it is, right? Like as someone that grew up getting bullied, it's like, I, like just careful what you say, right? Especially like I know if you have if you have like skin issues because. People are like, if you have acne, people are like, well, just wash your face, you know, or just drink more water. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? Or don't eat dairy or just whatever. Like I've heard, you know, everything out there. There's a lot of buzz when it comes to finding what's right for your skin, but, you know, it, it's really best to go get advice from experts. <laughs> and that's why I want to introduce you to, introduce you to Apostrophe. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team, and you get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you get access to oral or topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear your skin. And you just got to fill out this, on, this online consultation. You know, y'all know I love an online consultation there's nothing that makes me happier than these, these <laughs> online consultations that we're doing nowadays you just talk about your skin goals and your medical history you snap a few selfies and then a board certified dermatologist will create an initial customized treatment plan for you and then apostrophe offers access to prescriptions just like you would if you went to a dermatologist anyway for all types of acne hormonal acne facial acne back chest and butt acne no matter what your goal is uh working with them like that's it and i i just i love it because you literally get connected to an expert dermatology team like that and i know that when i was looking for an in-person dermatologist it would took like two and a half months and that's annoying so Special offer for you. Get your first visit for just $5 at apostrophe.com slash Kramer when you use our code Kramer. That is a $15 savings, by the way. So the code's only available to you as a listener to this podcast. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash Kramer, or you can go in the show notes. I've linked it for you over there and click get started. Then use the code Kramer at sign up and you'll get uh, uh, first visit for five bucks. And that is apostrophe. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring today's episode. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Care Of. Mom, I know you've used Care Of before. You're a fan uh, of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Care Of is a subscription service. You know, and you're, what you're going to notice about anything we bring on the podcast is it just makes your life easier. Like I really, y'all know me. Like I'm just trying to, just trying to make this 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 interesting game of life just a little bit easier, right? <laughs> so how this works is uh, Care Of is a su- subscription service that ships you high quality and personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every single month. And since everybody's different, that's why Care Of is here to like help you figure out what type of either vitamin or supplement, you know, routine you need that's tailored like just to you. And then, you know, that's really what it does. You just take this short in-depth quiz. You know, I love those, those intakes, <laughs> those quizzes. They're yeah. good. 
and then you'll get a, a personalized doctor back recommendation taking the guesswork out of what supplements are actually best for you in the first place. <laughs> Literally, I love it. It comes to your door in these little pouches. It's so easy to remember to take them. You don't have to like if, if one – you get the same amount of the same things every day, right? So it's not like you're like, oh, no, I ran out of this one or I ran out of that one. Like you get the same little pouch every single day. You down it with some water. You're good to go. 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter promo code Kramer50. That's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter promo code Kramer50. Don't forget, too, that anything you ever want to know about our sponsors, if you forget a link, a code, anything, those are all in our show notes. Okay. Certified fans. <laughs> Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Really, really, really appreciate it. You being a part of this. Um, I am like super thankful for anybody that supports this podcast. Certified fans, by the way, are people that can contribute $6 a month to the show. And if it doesn't seem like a lot to you, it's because hopefully it's not. That's really what I've tried to do is when I built this podcast, I was like, man, it's just, I was out of work at the time too. So I was like, oh, that's really why I launched it. And then I'm like, this is really helpful to pay the bills for the podcast takes the pressure off me to have to pay for all these bills. And it's just like, I'm not asking anybody to make a massive contribution to get it done, but some mm-hmm. of y'all, listen, y'all do it. And every month we're able to pull this off because you're able to be certified fans. And so thank you. Just know that this is, if you're not a certified fan, give a lot of credit to those that are, because it's, um, it's helpful to keep this podcast on every single day. We do have a brand new certified fan. And by the way, you do get perks too, different perks by being a certified fan. We do have our, our our latest certified fan, which oh, now puts great. us into three for the month. Yay. And I'm like, yes. Let's go. That's um, awesome. Melissa T is our newest certified fan. Okay. Uh, Melissa is a fan that came over to our show from uh, Miguel and Holly. Oh, and okay. it's funny because we all kind of like, what I love about our little ecosystem is like, so you come to me and I'm like, hey, you probably know me from the radio, most likely, maybe through social media. And you listen to this podcast. And I'm like, hey, go check out my buddy's podcast. And then like, mm-hmm. you go listen to them. And then they do the same for us as well. So we just kind of share people. And it's awesome because I've gotten to know so many people, not just from my radio show or my social media, but through other people's, you know, platforms as well. Yes. So Melissa is one of those. She's been super awesome. Melissa is actually originally from Georgia. Oh, good. Uh, I forget what part Melissa, but she she told me she's originally from Georgia, but she uh, now lives in Tampa. Okay. So super thankful for you. You've always been so supportive. Just know that we really, really thank you for supporting Certified Mama's Boy now officially as a certified fan. She is number 464. Mm-hmm. Let's give her a whoop, whoop, mom. She deserves it. Yes. Whoop, whoop to Melissa T from Florida, originally from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Thank you for your support. We appreciate you. And you know what? I'm not even going to ask you to, I mean, if you'd like to, we, we've hit our goal for the month, which is awesome. And we're it only, is. you know. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> thank you for knocking that out for us. It's just, it's a huge weight off my shoulders when we get these goals knocked out. Yes. And so thank you for doing that, for being our, our third and final person for the month. <laughs> and uh, you, listen, you can join us if you want to, and there's no pressure this month because we got our three, but we'd love to have you too. Just we text would. the word FANS, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. 
Okay, let's do Ask My Mom. It is that time. This is our uh, advice segment that we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you ever have a dilemma that you want to be discussed by a mother who's been a mom now for 43 years, all you have to do is go to certifiedmamasboy.com, submit your dilemma. My mom will give you her best advice for what you got going on. Then we, as your podcast family, hop in and try to give you some advice as well. So what we got today, mom? Okay. Dear Mama Nancy, I am a young single mom, 27, with a beautiful son, age three. I like to go out with my old high school friends on weekends, and my son goes to grandma's house and has a blast most every weekend. His father is mostly out of the picture, but he watches social media and sees photos of me going out. Then he messages and calls to tell me I am a terrible mother for dumping quote, his kid on grandma while I, quote, go out and get drunk. I don't think I'm a bad mom, and I'm not willing to give up my life for one mistake with a jerk. I am young and want to enjoy my life, but I can be with my son five out of the seven nights. Do you think this is enough? Well, you know, I don't think the amount of time is as important as the quality of the time, but I see absolutely nothing wrong with you hanging out with your friends and your lucky mom being able to enjoy, you know, your sweet little boy. Um, I think that's really nice. And it doesn't sound like he's very involved, which means he's probably not paying any child support or (laughs) engaged. And therefore, I don't think he really has a say so in what you do. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. And you think I mean, you're a good mom. So, yeah. I had a, I had a friend. You uh, know. I had a friend a couple weeks ago say, ask me if I thought she was a good mom. Mm-hmm. And I literally told her, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because I just, I know nothing about parenthood. I don't think I should be the one to ever tell you the uh, set the bar of, of what is good parenting and what is not. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm just not a, not an expert on this at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I do, I, I, mm, I will tell you my thoughts though, because you've asked. Uh, It's hard because you're 27, right? So I'm 39. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's different, Mm -hmm. but how do you mean, does that, does that make anybody else feel any kind of certain way about like leaving your kid and going out every weekend? Like with does grandma. that with a grandma, right? Yeah. Uh, not just at home by itself, <laughs> but <laughs> or with uh, just a babysitter. I mean, yeah, you know, it's family. So she says, "I'm I'm with my kids five out of seven nights." Does uh-huh. that seem? I mean, keep in mind, I grew up in a pretty traditional family, right? Like, mom was able to be mom, and like you did work, but you were you know always with us. Yeah. So. It's really hard because I, all I know is like my childhood. It's the same thing of when it comes to I, I talked to a therapist about this a long time ago. Like all we have is our own childhood as like what is a normal quote unquote childhood, right? So right. you know, even when we start talking about like, do I, you know, do I want stepkids? Do I not? And I'm like, well, you know, if I had stepkids and then I had to move, like what would happen? Mm-hmm. Like they would have to move like with me and like, oh my gosh, that'd be terrible and blah blah blah. And she's like, well. Yeah, but kids move around all the time. And I'm like, (laughs) 
Well, yeah, but like not in more. I like just because I didn't move around a lot. Like we didn't move at all. Like we we moved one house, but it was what five minutes from the other house. Mom, it was just a bigger house, so it was really more of a within walking distance, more of a benefit than anything. Uh, But that was it. It was like it was that was it. So like my whole childhood. Now, if you ask me, what do I think is a uh, the responsible thing to do is to, to keep your kids like in the same school and the same so they have the same friends and they have the same you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, support system their whole entire lives. But that's only because that's what my childhood was, right? Yes. Now, initially though, when you, I'm just trying to think, because I'm, I'm thinking from his perspective too. If I had a kid and that child was, uh, like if, I, if I was watching social media all the time and I saw her going out all the time, um, I mean, it would probably bother me too. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just genuine. So, mom, you if we say, "Hey, I'm a mom, and I'm with my kids five out of seven nights," uh-huh. you think that's okay? A single mom, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It, it hits me. It's kind of weird, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. It seems like maybe I don't know. <sighs> I mean, it's hard being a single mom. Yeah, I mean, I've never been one. Well, I was one for about three months. Yeah, and, and it's tough. You right, know? it's tough. We well, only um, separated for three months. I felt like a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, it was three months. That's funny. It was yeah. like you know, in kid kid time. That's like that's so long. <laughs> yeah, but like I just, it felt like forever. Y'all were separated. It was three months. That's nothing. That's like yeah, you barely barely got your shit out of the house before it's time to come back home. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you blinked, and it's time to time to do it all over again. Um, I yeah, I think that. I would like to hear from other parents on this, honestly. How does that make you feel? Like five out of seven nights with my kids, does that seem like – and she's wondering if she's being – I would never use this like, quote, good mom, bad mom thing. But like Mm -hmm. how does that hit you? Does that sound like that's for – what I'm hearing here is I'm worried that I'm not giving my child enough attention. Yeah. And so – I think And the dad's making her feel bad. Right. So 888 – Feels like she's a good mom. 888-Kramer8. Hop on the phone and uh, you can also text us or hop on the certified fans page and kind of give your your two cents over there. All right, mom. Speaking of good moms, um, I love you. That's it for today. Speaking we'll do a Friday crazy show. moms. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, I can't wait to hear those calls too. I'm excited. All right. Oh, love well. you. All right, honey. Love you forever. AG1 is an awesome sponsor of our podcast. If you haven't tried them yet, I would love for you to go try AG1. I started taking AG1 because it was a great way for me to get my digestive system started back again. But then it was like so much more than that, right? It's Then the energy got better. Uh, I didn't really get sick as much anymore. Uh, it was just kind of like a, like a win all the way around. Now I've been taking it for I don't know, eight months and I love it. Awesome. It's just a daily powder that you take with water, and it's got 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day out, right? Uh, it's it's the blend is really to support your gut health, your nervous system, your immunity, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging. Literally, it's like just good for your whole entire body. And to make it easy, athletic greens. I wait before I get to this part. I do hope you'll give it a shot and see how your body feels after 30 days of it and then go from there, you know. But this is something that if you're just trying to like work on every system in your body, it's great for it. Athletic Greens will give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. 
All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Last but not least, we would like to say hello and thank you to the awesome people over at Paired. I know a lot of you guys have tried Paired. You've been sending me your stories about how you and your connect, your partner connect uh, with it. This, the games you're playing or the stories that you're telling. How this works is if you're in a relationship, it's great. That's exactly what this is for. Uh, where, you know, We talk a lot about dating apps, but this is like a relationship app. Uh, basically what happens is you download Paired. You both, you know, you and your partner, you pair the apps together, and then every day you're going to be sent either quizzes or questions or games to have fun and stay connected and deepen your connections and your conversations. So, I mean, things that you can be asked, you know, like some of the questions that come across are like, what do you, what about your partner do you find the sexiest? Like, when's the last time you went to your partner? You're like, hey, this is what I think sexy. It's just, it's just things like this that just make you guys feel more connected. There are a couple games, like favorite things, going on vacation, love languages. There's quizzes, like relationship checkup, managing jealousy, knowing each other. I, again, a couple of you guys have reached out, so you've really enjoyed playing the I shouldn't say playing, but using the app and playing the games and uh, the quizzes. Do this for your relationship and see how it feels and let me know. I'd love to hear your stories about it. It's called Paired, and whether you've been on just a few dates or you've been together for a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner using Paired. Head to P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Kramer, Paired.com slash Kramer for a seven-day free trial, and then you'll get 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. So head to Paired.com slash Kramer, sign up today, and connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. All right. Yesterday I had therapy session number three of three this week. That's Wednesday. Okay. I had two on Monday and I had one on Wednesday. Y'all, I'm working, I'm working overtime over here trying to get my life together. It's wild. You've had known somebody that had three therapists before? <laughs> it's fine. Everything's great over here. Nothing to worry about. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. All right. Um, that's it for Thursday's show. We got one more of these to do for the week. Thank you so much for supporting Certified Mama's Boy and being a part of this. And I'll see you for tomorrow's Friday show with Jimmy Mack.